Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special bonus episode of my podcast called God Have Heart Wrestling, featuring your show, Jamal Holness. And today, I want to talk about Survivor Series from the past that I've just seen on the WWE Network on Peacock, and that is the 2008 Survivor Series event emanated from my city, Boston, Massachusetts, at the TD Bank North Garden before they dropped the Bank North name and just called it the TD Garden now. With the attendance record of 12,498 fans with a buy rate of 319,000. This is a little bit down from the previous year, Town 7 Survivor Series that was in, you know, Miami, Florida. But the thing is that Survivor Series has always been a Thanksgiving tradition that emanated back with the inaugural event in 1987 that featured Team Hogan versus Team Andre the Giant. So Survivor Series every year has been very controversial, lots of title changes. Uh, we've seen some surprising Survivor Series 4-on-4, which is now 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination matches. And it's pretty good, you know. Survivor Series tell me I had to probably go down to one of the top 15, maybe maybe top 10. Because this Survivor Series special, it featured the return of John Cena in his hometown of Boston, being out for the last three or four months with a neck injury that was caused by Batista at SummerSlam a number of months ago. This this event was held on November 23rd, 2008. So, yeah, let's get right into it here, you know. Not bad for the event here. And we, of course, had Eddie Superstar from Raw, SmackDown, ECW on hand. We did have one dark match that wasn't shown on the event. But it was Brian Kendrick defeating Kung Fu Naki in one-on-one competition here. Don't know how runtime that match went as far as longevity goes, but pretty good, though. Rising for the D. Brian Kendrick's career. So, not bad of a matchup there. Well, keeping things off here, Survivor Series with a 5-on-5 elimination matchup here featuring Team Shawn Michaels with The Great Khali, Crying Times, JTG, and Shad Gaspar, and Rey Mysterio facing off against Team JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield with John Morrison, The Miz, Kane, and Vontel, Vontavious Porter, MVP. This match pretty started off good here, you know. Back and forth backs between both of these teams here. And it's pretty cool, though. You get to see the contrast in styles here. Because Cedric Chronicles has the largest superstar in the WWE on his team and the smallest superstar on the WWE on his team in Serena Mysterio. And, of course, the crime time here. And you got you to gotta look at Team JBL's per- perspective on this. JBL knows a lot about Survivor Series events, having the Miz and Morris on his team, and MVP here. MVP, you know, I think it was his second best Survivor Series. And, of course, Kane. Kane's 11th Survivor Series in, in total here. Not bad. He's going to win it here. However, the surprising victory here was when JBL got so counted out with a fall switch in music on the outside of the ring there, causing Shawn Michaels to get in the ring first before JBL makes the 10 count and gets eliminated. You know? It came down to Michaels, Mysterio, and Greg Khali. Shawn Michaels said switch in music on John Morrison. One, two, three. Shawn Michaels' team survives the elimination match up here with himself, Greg Khali, and Ray Mysterio. It's not bad of a team there, you know. We got, you know, Shawn Michaels, you know, team with Greg Colley and Rey Mysterio. Because they were Shawn's sister at Survivor Series as well in hand. They dating back to like 1997 with the Montreal Screwjob and his world title one in the Illumination Chamber. First ever chamber match in 2002 and MSG. So, you know, not bad. Because Shawn Michaels has not really good history in Boston itself. But he was able to pick up victory here for his team at the Survivor Series. All right, next up here, we got a Raw vs. SmackDown women's Survivor Series match up here. We saw Team Raw's Kansas Michelle, 
Jillian Hall, Mickey James, and Kelly Kelly with the WWE Raw Women's Champion, Beth Phoenix, or should I say Women's Champion overall, against Team SmackDown's Maurice, Natalia Victoria, Maria, and the Divas Champion, Michelle McCool here. Contrasting styles here, because I mean, both you got, you know, Maurice and Michelle McCool on the same team here, and hence you have Beth Phoenix and Mickey James on the same team here. So even though these two pairings, you know, can't work together, but they're going to have to for their brands, perceptive brands here. So it came down to Beth Phoenix here against Maurice as the final two. Beth Phoenix hit the Grand Slam on um, on Maurice here, get the one, two, three, and get the winner for Team Raw in nine minutes and 39 seconds here. This is pretty okay time. It wasn't really the, one of the longest women's submission matches ever, because then when the first one took place in 1995, when it was uh, Team Bertha Vegas, Team Winter Blaze. That night at the United States Five Stars in D.C. Actually, I did talk about the event. Go back to my archive section and view the United Five Survivor Series results rundown as one of the very first few episodes I did. So, yeah, not too bad, though. But, but considering this match, not too bad. It was a way to showcase, you know, as much women as possible. Even though it got about maybe 10 minutes of TV time here. But I guess not too bad as far as the uh, elimination match goes here. But, yeah, you know, it could be better. All right, next up, we got The Undertaker and The Big Show in a casket match. Casket matches go hand-in-hand at Survivor Series. Because remember the first one happened in 1982 with Undertaker defeating Kamala. And not only put him in the casket, but nailing it shut. I'm pretty sure that has been a creepy uh, sentiment for the Ugandan giant Kamala that night. And who gets the 24? Well, the Undertaker returned and beat Yokozuna in that casket match as well. As payback from what happened in 1994 Rumble here in Providence, Rhode Island. So... This was the third cast match in the Survivor Series. This match is pretty crazy. The Big Show ends up breaking destroying the casket to the point where they're fighting above the stage and the creatures or the druids bring out another casket, the same one, and you see that look on Big Show's face there. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh man, not again. That type of look. But the Undertaker managed to throw the Big Show onto a standing up casket, then lid closed it shut, and Undertaker in a very unique way, wins the matchup there in 12 minutes and 45 seconds. You got to appreciate the Undertaker at Survivor Series. Survivor Series, this is the Undertaker's 18th year that will be at Survivor Series here. Dating back to 1990 when he first debuted as part of the million-dollar dream team right there as far as Teddy Biasi's team at the 1990 Survivor Series in Hartford, Connecticut. Going undefeated for a year, defeating Hulk Hogan at the 1991 Survivor Series in Detroit, Michigan to become the WWE Champion. You know, having two cast matches in 1992-1994, beating Mick Foley in 1996 on uh, Survivor Series and MSG, and so far it's been a tremendous amount of success to Undertaker when it comes to this event. Very near and dear to his heart. Undertaker always shines bright when it comes to this Survivor Series, and that's just like Undertaker always brings A-game. Not only WrestleMania, but Survivor Series, Undertaker has managed to always go bigger and badder than he always was. Every year, we see the Undertaker in such a defining situation when it comes to Survivor Series and always winning, most times winning his matches when it comes to Survivor Series. It's, it's pretty amazing, you know? All right, next up, we have another five-on-five traditional Survivor Series match with Team Orton, consists of Cody Wells, Mark Henry, Michelle Benjamin, William Regal, and Randy Orton himself going against Team Batista with CM Punk, Kofi Kingston, Matt Hardy, R-Truth, and Batista himself. Not bad match matchup here. You know, this is kind of brewing for a long time, going back to Batista and Renewer involved in Evolution a number of years ago. So this is a way to settle the rivalry here, considering that both men would want to be in the title back for the World Heavyweight Champion here. 
So they had these two teams start one one here. Not too bad here. It was kind of surprising when CM Punk eliminated Wade Ring on like what five seconds. First five, ten seconds in that matchup there. That was kind of a I gotta admit that's kind of an upset there considering even though CM Punk at that time was a former world champion. You know, having lose that chance thanks for Randy Orton back and unforgiven, but still, you know, CM Punk really did was up and coming around his time in the WWE here as a major single star, you know, in my opinion at least. But this match would come down to Randy Orton and Cody Rose and Batista in a tournament situation here. Randy Orton hit the RK on Batista and get the win. One, two, three, first team. It's him and Rose where the sole survivors at. I believe this was Randy Orton's fourth survivors elimination matchup win here in 16 minutes, 13 seconds here. Let's talk about Randy Orton for a second, Survivors. Can we say that Randy Orton is the king of this event? Mind you, the first three Survivors, 2003, 2004, and 2005, Randy Orton has been managed to be a sole survivor. Even though he wasn't the sole survivor in this matchup here, because Cody Rhodes was, you know, his his partner at this time, this was still counts as Randy Orton winning a Survivors elimination matchup to the very end. So this is pretty amazing what Randy Orton has shined bright when it comes to the Survivor Series over, over the past number of years here. Because in the year 2007, he defeated Shawn Michaels to retain the WWE Championship. So Randy Orton's Survivor Series really goes hand in hand here. That Randy Orton really is more sadistic and at his best when it comes to this event. Alright, next up we have what was supposed to be a triple threat matchup for the WWE Championship has now turned one-on-one between Triple H, the champion, and the challenger undefeated Vladimir Kozlov. And, you know, a story broke out earlier that day on Sunday that Jeff Hardy was attacked in his hotel on a staircase in Boston. So he will fortunately not be able to compete in this matchup here. And Big Brew making it one-on-one between Triple H and Kozlov for this WWE Championship showdown here. And it's pretty amazing here. You know, this was Kozlov's first pay-per-view matchup here. And fighting for Dave Churchill, I guess that's huge in that kind of way, considering that he had not been pinned or submitted in his career at that time. You know, these two men go back and forth here. Great action between these two. One-on-one between Triple H and Kozlov. And you've seen that point of the match where Triple H hits the pedigree on Kozlov finally. Vicky Guerrero shows up on stage here and announces that he's here. He is here, and then this match will be a triple threat matchup. I guess I'm one of those people that really thought Jeff Hardy was going to actually make it to the matchup here. But, of course, we get side-swindled by the return of Edge, who will not see Edge since SummerSlam, his helmet match with The Undertaker. Edge comes out here. Spirit Triple H. Jeff Hardy gets involved in a steel chair, starts knocking out a triple H steel chair, accidentally knocking out Kozlov. Edge hits the spear on Hardy. Edge gets the pinfall on Triple H. Edge is your new WWE champion. After that comeback, the whole world was shocked there to see another controversial incident happen at Survivor Series. Can we say we've seen that same shit a lot throughout the old WWE days where the WWE Championship at Survivor Series has always end up in some kind of controversy. That would be the same thing here in 2008 here with Edge walking out of Boston, your new WWE champion. And like, I really felt bad for Jeff Hardy not being able to compete in this matchup here, but you gotta admit, it was the perfect plan by being grown Edge to put it all together for Edge to become champion again. Like, you know, whoever thought we'd see that again after what Edge has been through with the Undertaker at some point in that hell in a cell, where Edge was literally was sent straight to hell. Like, it's pretty crazy and phenomenal, you know, but you know, nothing we do about the Edge's you now new champion, and hopefully Jeff Hardy will get another title shot another day after that. And what he did, but I won't spoil you. Well, I won't spoil it for you fans that don't know what happened to Jeff Hardy after this Survivor Series event. But you know, go back on the W Network on Peacock and watch the next pay per view Armageddon and to see how magical that night be for the charismatic enigma Jeff Hardy. 
Moving on here, we got the main event. It's Chris Jericho defending the World Heavyweight Champion against the return. Boston's own John Cena in the house that night at Survivor Series. We all saw Chris Jericho kind of won the championship. You know, in a very new situation in that championship screen by the Unforgiven was managed to knock off CM Punk inside the steel cage after Shawn Michaels in the ladder match at No Mercy. And, you know, while losing the championship to Batista at Cyber Sunday thanks to Stone Cold Steve Boston, the couple weeks after, Chris Jericho was able to regain the championship back from Batista inside the same type of match he defeated CM Punk in a steel cage here. And it was now learned that when Johnson will return to the Survivor Series, he will get the first opportunity to challenge Chris Jericho for the World Heavyweight Championship, and that's what's going to go down here. We had John Cena video package of showing him about his career highlights and him returning here. Chris Jericho comes out first, and as soon as John Cena's music hit, you would not believe the ovation. The crowd went nuts when John Cena's music hits, and it was almost type of same reaction when John Cena returned at the World Rumble earlier that year to win that matchup. This was kind of the same way at that ovation, that loudness of the arena there in the TD Bank North Garden for John Cena's return at the Survivor Series. Great match back and forth, but we saw a lot of clotheslines by Jericho to flip punishment on neck and back. We see him hit the cold breaker and modified Chris Jericho's walls Jericho twice when Cena still powered out there. Cena ended up in the AA finally after showing unbelievable amount of strength. Gets the one, two, three, and John Cena is now your new world heavyweight champion in 21 minutes and 19 seconds here. So the longest match of the night, you know, which is pretty good. And yeah, that's what caps off this Survivor Series. I mean, you, you got to admit, Survivor Series time was probably one of the best ones. And it has to do with John Cena's return there and the shocking climb of the WWE title match there. So, and not not to say nothing, but this would be the first Survivor Series where both four championships have changed hands, you know, in the same night. So, pretty crazy. But I want to think, I want to know what you guys did about, thought about the Survivor Series time the eighth. Pretty good, in my opinion. Not too bad. It's definitely considered one of the best up there. I mean, hell, we now got past Crown Jewel, and what an unbelievable event that was. The Edge Seth Rollins Hell in Cell match that stole the show of Crown Jewel. Freaking amazing. I thought that whole show was good from start to finish there. We saw Goldberg finally pay into Lashley, now rivalry, no host bar, Fox Mayweather match up there. And of course, that triple threat match that Becky Lynch cheated to win, but it was triple threat, you know, between Sasha and Bianca. And that unbelievable main event there, we saw what was not to really be surprised with Roman Reigns having his cousin Uso defeat Brock Lesnar to retain the Universal Champion. But yeah, you know, now we got Crown Jewel in the mirror view bearer. We got to look forward to the, to the Survivor Series this year. The 35 annual Survivor Series that's culminate, you know, this time around and will be live from Brooklyn, New York on Sunday, November 21st. And it's going to be an unbelievable event, you know. I wonder what we're going to see, what kind of teams will the both Raw and SmackDown brands perform to battle against each other. Which championship match will we see? Maybe we're going to have some more magic happen. 35 years of Survivor Series history will all culminate Sunday, November 21st, and it's going to be an unbelievable event. It really is. Come on, thank you guys for listening to this bonus episode. And don't forget, next week, me and my fiance will record the one-year anniversary show of this podcast. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait. It's going to be the ice and the cake, you know, one year. Wow. Even though I kind of pretty much bummed off the whole summer, but not putting all my episodes there. But thank you guys for sticking with me throughout this entire year. And no worries, I'm not going anywhere. There's still going to be more episodes, more talk about any type of wrestling that's going on. And it's unbelievable. Yeah, 2021, that's brought, has brought us so much returns, surprises to any wrestling organization. 
If you're not a wrestling fan in 2021, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I mean, you got to admit, wrestling 2021 has been, if I had the grade this whole year, A+. A++. That's how good this year has been. But I want to thank you guys for joining me in this bonus episode of the TLNA Survivor Series. And we'll see you next week with the special one-year anniversary show of my podcast, Gotta Have Heart Wrestling. I will see you then. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Go out. It looks like it'll be a nice day today. And enjoy the rest of your day.